Hello, 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 friends. I am super excited to bring you a friend of ours. Um, actually, we know on a, we were just talking on a personal level, we know each other. Um, we have not ventured too much into the professional level, but we're getting there. Um, this amazing, amazing, wonderful woman that I get graced to meet um, through our summer place is what we say. We It's from the club. Um, and and her name is Lori. Uh, she is the owner of No Sugar Mama. And I am glad to just be able to bring you here, show off your company, and let's chat. Um, so, Lori, tell me a little bit about you, your journey. Where did you start um, both personally and your health journey and professionally? You know, where did you come from, the whole thing? Wow, so good to be, be here. I feel such energy and uplift. And I'm, I'm really grateful to share and connect. And I just, I don't know what's going to come out, but I know it's going to be for the highest good because I'm meant to share. And I mean, I think that's exactly where I'll start with my journey. It's like, I knew early on when I was younger, I just had these different feelings inside of me that I could never quite understand. Like what, what is it? You know, what, what's calling, what's calling. And you know, I went on with my life, I would say, you know, quote, unquote, had sort of like a normal life, right? South side of Chicago, you know, close with both sets of grandparents, had a lot of fun times with them, family and friends at the club, as we talked about a place that's been special to my family for 51 years, um, that I've been going down there, you know, camping and recreating. And so, when I look back at my life, I would say I've had an amazing number of experiences that some of them were challenging. They just took me to a place that was either confusing or scary. Um, and sometimes they just hurt. And, you know, whether hurt physically or even hurt mentally, it doesn't matter. Our brain and body, it's one and the same mental and physical pain. And, you know, so there's that part of the story. And then as I work through all these different kinds of things that happen in Lori's life, you know, the voice got a little stronger about, you know, you're here for a reason, you know, what's that reason? And, you know, as I look back then, you know, sure, there were positive things as well. I had what a lot of people would say there was success, there was accomplishment. You know, I went to college, I graduated with a couple of degrees, a master's in communications. I worked in radio, TV, and newspaper. Um, you know, I taught at, you know, at college, junior college. I, you know, had a very successful career in a Fortune 100 company. And, you know, it was always like, you know, there was something that I was focused on because I always felt like I'm here at this time for a reason. I always felt that, just a feeling that always came to, you know, whatever I did, I always wanted to do the best. I wanted to help people. I always felt like I had a lot of compassion and I was aware of things going on me around me. And I felt like, you know, as I sit here and listen to myself talk, it's almost like there was pieces of the puzzle, you know, be getting put together, you know, like you see those puzzles of the United States of America and every state, it's got a section. You're like, oh, here's Maine, you know? Well, we went to Florida last summer, that was great. And I feel like I could look back at the pieces of my life in these, you know, like these formats of like these states on a map. And it's like, you know, there's family, friends, faith, you know, there's, you know, my own, you know, journey. There's being a daughter, being, um, you know, a friend, being a granddaughter. There's, you know, friends of the people at the club we go to. 
And, you know, all these things, you know, that I was going through, I was at a certain level of what I would say consciousness. Like I knew to do certain things. I knew, you know, you do good, you know, you help other people when you do something, be successful. If you're given a job, you know, do a good job, leave it neat, clean, tidy, be respectful. All those things we learn, you know, we learned them in kindergarten and it felt like it was fitting into a life, you know, song. And yet there was some note that was playing underneath the surface and it was just some sort of a calling. And at times when I could really connect to it, I actually felt like it was coming from my heart and was sort of like, what is that? You know, and I feel like now as I go back and I do look at these times in life, because I'm very introspective and I do encourage people that would hear this, take some quiet time and think about your life and, you know, how things are talking to you, whether it's people, places or situations, there's information that's coming. And I feel like it's our, I don't want to say job, it's our birthright and our grace to be able to live this one amazing, credible life. And, you know, use our divinity for what we were asked to do. We didn't get a book telling us this. That's part of life, figuring it out, right? Situations happen. You know, life doesn't happen to us. We, you know, there are fated events that come, but we always have free will and we always can make a choice. And out of choice, a fated event can turn into our destiny, and so I feel like if, if I'm an artist and I just painted a bunch of broad brush strokes, I hope the people that hear this or are watching this are saying, I wonder where she's going with this. This seems, you know, there's a lot she's talking about it. Well, how does this fit, you know, with my life? And yeah, some of that sounds familiar. Well, guess what? Things happen and we've got to figure out what are we going to do? So if I get real specific now and I fill in some of the details in my puzzle pieces that I was mentioning you know, I had my successful career. I spent 25 years at a Fortune 100 company. And, you know, corporate America has a name phrasing, right? It's corporate America. And I know people say, what is it? Big companies, a lot of work, busy, important. You wear suits, you wear heels, did it all. There's other sides about corporate America too. There's how do all these people interact with each other? You know, there's expectations of your bosses. There's expectations. I work for a, you know, a company that's publicly traded on the stock market. So customers, stakeholders, regulators, federal government, state government, right? You know, all these different things. And so, you know, you're in this situation. And so I brought my communications degrees in. I brought all my experience at a not-for-profit, which I worked there before I got to this company. I had an amazing career that went by quick. It was 25 years. As I went through this career, I continued to get promoted because of some of these things I talked about. If you're given a job, you do a good job. You get along with people. You know, you're asked to do something, you do it. You figure it out and you do it the best you can. And I hope, I hope you do it with some friendliness. You do it with some camaraderie. You do it with compassion. You do it with respect. And you know what? You do it with grace, the grace of the life that you were given. And I mean, that's going to be an undertone. I think anytime I talk with people about what happened with me. So what did happen? There's a lot of things I'll leave out of the story because it really is, you know, I could say the story took my whole life and I just turned 59, right? I'm getting ready to turn 60. But at the end of the day, I went through a health crisis 21 years into my career. Things started happening with me physically. 
And when that started to happen, I started to say, wow, am I working too hard? I'm not sleeping properly. I'm traveling a lot. Am I taking time to be with my truest self, my highest self, the divinity within? I did Pilates. I exercised. I did yoga. I did all these things to keep me healthy. I ate reasonably well. I had my fun little treats, but you know, had a good diet. I didn't drink too much, but I did a little bit, you know, so, I mean, I was kind of careful with things, but at the end of the day, doesn't matter sometimes, you know, what you're doing or how you're doing it. There are things that come to us in our journey. And this is where the grit of our life comes in. And you know what? We all have grit. It looks different, right? There's divorces, there's death, there's, you know, People can sometimes not be kind to each other. All these things can happen. What are we going to do with it? Well, what happened with me is more physical symptoms, chiropractics, acupuncture, more yoga, massage. Things kept on escalating. And really the last four years of my career, things were happening that I knew they were trying to get my attention. That at the age of 52, I lost mobility. I lost flexibility. Um, you know, these are tough things like it hurt and chiropractics started to come in acupuncture and things started to deteriorate with me, with my spine. Um, my thyroid was acting very peculiar. I lost 15 pounds in, in six weeks. A lot of these things started happening. Um, I found out that I had melanoma on my cheek and luckily I caught it early. And, you know, melanoma is, is a malignant skin cancer. So a little, little check for everybody, watch your health, your body loves you and your body will take really good care of you. And when we put our bodies into situations, our bodies will adapt. And so that starts to, to happen. You know, my body adapted. I rapidly lost health. I got to the point where it was hard for me to even be getting on a train to go downtown Chicago. And finally, after a few years of this, I said, I got to leave. And so at the age of 52, I took an early retirement. I felt like I was at the top of my career. I managed $30 million in budget. I had teams of 50 people. I was sort of at the top of my game. I was, I had reached success, right? But I left and then guess what? <laughs> the story's supposed to get better, better, right? You leave, everything happens. And I mean, I'm skipping a lot of the aches and pains and different things that were going on. I actually got sicker. Oh. One year out of my career, I was sleeping. I was trying to get my body loosened up. I was very tight. I was not flexible. I couldn't bend and pick things up in my house when I, let's say, dropped something on the floor. I had a hard time getting into the top part of the you know, kitchen cabinets. I was going to see a chiropractor multiple times a week, moving my spine. It kept on going out. There are times in our lives, Steph, that people can say what it is that resonates with them. God, source, creator will speak to us that, and it's not sort of, sort of coming in the form that you know, we may look for, you know what I mean? That we want it in an easy format, right? We want it right. to be clear. We want, in fact, we'd like a letter, you know, dear person, <laughs> right? 
Dear Lori, we would like you to work less, travel less, you know, be a better daughter, be a better friend, you know, talk to your neighbor sometimes, you know, we don't get these, it, something happens. We're like, oh my gosh, what happened? Yes. Right. By the time something happens, if we were to go back and look at our life and I've read a lot of books on mind and body connection health, divinity, moral and social values. Like, listen, I was looking for answers, like what was going on? Everything comes back to the divinity within. It talked, that divinity talks to us and it's asking us to connect to the divinity of others, to collaborate and co-create, learn, grow, shed things, be of service, Help mm -hmm. ourselves. We all need to heal in different ways, right? We all need to help the planet be at the level of health to help all of our lives. And it really is, I say, this is Lori talking. I didn't read this, but when I put it all together, this is my communications background now and a little bit of director at a Fortune 100 company. When you put all the facts together, we're here for this higher purpose and we spend our lives, you know, working on this, even though it gets confusing when our life has events and they hurt or are they scary. And I think that's sort of the, the billboard message that I have for everybody. Take time to be with your truest self, connect to that divinity. And in the process, you can reinvent yourself. And so if people were to say, is there an end to Lori's story? At least did she get better? The answer is, I did a lot of things to get better. I spent a lot, of, lot more time on spiritual matters I yes. spent, right? Spiritual connecting with other people, helping other people with their health and well-being and sharing my story of chaos and turbulence and scary, but also bright light in the form of destined connections coming. And in the process, I forgot how to do certain things. And I remembered I'm a creative person. I love health and wellness. And I'm here to not only heal myself, but help others heal. And I do it in the form of food now, which it's snacks and desserts. And I'll just show these snacks and desserts. That became the transport for me to spread the message of health and wellness, whether it be mental, emotional, physical, spiritual health. Yeah. You, you hit so many different things. I think, um, let's start with the idea of success. Um, so many times we feel like success is that, that big title, the big company, the, the accolades that come with it. Um, and yet sometimes we need to understand that if that's not our calling, right. And that's what I call it is your calling. That's what you're created to do. Um, yes, you might be good at it and it might make you the money and make you the, the, the accolades, but if that's not where you are meant to be, it's not success. Like, like you were saying, there was something always missing, right? And it's that that thing, we could have the, the dream life that everybody thinks, well, she's got to be happy. She's got to be healthy. She's got to be successful. Like she's got it all. And yet you're feeling like there's that something missing because it's not all there, right? And it's not, you're missing that piece, that divine piece that you were given. And 
so I think that touches on the idea of that success isn't always cookie cutter. It's ne actually never cookie cutter. Um, success is how you define it. It's it's your definition of success because I look at you and I go, you are you are incredibly successful. I mean, the amount of joy I see out of you as a person, um, the amount of absolute light that comes from you, that is success. And that is, I don't know if that's just maybe my definition of success, but I look at that and I go, I want that in my life. I want that kind of success in my life where I can feel like I just, I have what I need. Um, and it doesn't maybe necessarily connect to a job. It doesn't necessarily connect to anything else, but it connects to me. Um, and that light that is just shown and exudes from you. Um, I look at you and I'm like, I want to be Lori when I, when I become a big kid, I want to be Lori. Um, <laughs> and I want that because that's just something I look at and I go, I want to be able to move and go and do just as much as you do, especially because I've got kids, especially because I have a husband that I want to be able to do those things and have that joy with. Um, and it doesn't, that's not, um, you know, like I didn't know, not even a lie wholeheartedly had no idea your professional career. I had no idea that you had all these accolades that came with it. Um, it's just you and who you are is the, the thing that I think resonates and our journeys are sticky and they come with grit, but do, you know, like how do our pearls created, how mm -hmm. are diamonds created, you know, it's, it's a substance, it's a, an irritant put under pressure. Um, and what do they come out with is beautiful. And so I think what you have done is you've taken the grit and the sticky and the not so wonderful things and you've made amazing, beautiful diamonds and pearls out of them because I mean, my children fight. They see Lori drop off one of those treat packages and they <laughs> fight. And my husband is the first one to be like, nope, me first. And I mean, I am like begging someone just to leave me half a piece. Um, have to hide them so that's something. but I think that what you're saying is, in general is just that what we take in is so important that sometimes we can read all the books we can do all the things right we can you know all the eight daily steps or this or that or listen to the millionaires and do all that and, and we can seek guidance but if we are not seeking guidance from the one who created us we're seeking guidance from wrong sources. Like they can give us their experience, but inevitably we have to go back to our center. We have to go back to the center and healing and transformation and, you know, finding it all out comes from internal. We have to fix internally and then everything else will fix itself. It'll show itself, but you know, I feel like so many people, especially nowadays in society, feels like, well, we have to, I did these three things so it should work. And then we get upset when it doesn't. Yep. And in health, that's in spirituality, that's in, I mean, that could be in literally our jobs, anything. We did those things. Somebody said, this is what we got to do. And yet we're missing the key point is that it's got to come from inside out. And I think you just, you exemplified that. Um, I love that you use food because I'm a huge foodie. I love food. Um, <laughs> and 
and I've created a house full of foodies. Um, so I love that you have stepped into this journey. Will you share more with us about No Sugar Mama um, and what it's all about? Oh my gosh. I, thank you. you. So many things you said. I was like fist pumping in my head. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. You know? Oh my gosh. Thank you. Yes. Um, no sugar mama. I love to bake my whole life. You know, I did certain kinds of fun things, pies, you know, I made cinnamon rolls, you know, blueberry muffins, certain things that my mom and I made in the kitchen. So my background, Polish, Bohemian, and Canadian French, so that, you know, they did all their versions of their baking. So I was, you know, seeing the moms, the aunts, the grandmas in the kitchen. It was always so fun and festive and always licked a spoon, right? I mean, that is a great memory. My brother and I, we used to fight over the spoon. And she'd say, okay, there's two beaters. Just, you know, here, take it, go, go, you know? So like food is our, it's, we all love food. We break bread. We come together as community doesn't even matter what the food is. If we bless it, you know, comes from the earth, you know, God's source creator, you know, providing this environment, right? So that's in me. I'm a, I'm born in May, I'm, you know, and so I'm a Taurus. And so that's a very earth centric sign, you know, one for all and all for one, right? You know, sort of like is Taurus love of the earth. And so working with my hands, you know, being very tactile, there's something that's always like very comforting about that. You know, so I always encourage people, you know, as they're doing their daily life, look for those things that bring you bliss that are those, you know, there, it's not even like trying to get an outcome in the case of baking there is but, you know, play a guitar, it's a melody, it goes away, but you still played it, it's in the air. So like, keep those things and that baking has always been like a release of stress and anxiety. When I was working those long hours, I would like bake and just like forget all these spreadsheets and these, you know, conference calls and, you know, computers and all this stuff. No, put my hands in the dough, you know? So I would do that. And then when I got really sick and I, you know, found out that I needed to make some major changes to my spine. And so once I underwent this program, things really shifted where I couldn't, I wasn't mobile much at all. Like I really, I lived in a smaller house back then, like, and I was in my kitchen and the thing that I would do was bake. I wasn't driving much. My spine hurt. Everybody's busy. I, I wasn't comfortable. I just, I think now I was meant to be alone, really alone. And sometimes our life gives us that. These moments, we need to be taken away of everything that's familiar, everything that I've known, everything that's worked, my operating principles of success and, you know, drive and get it done. In the kitchen, that goes away, right? You know, I was... I wasn't anybody other than Lori just communing with food. And so I had days where, I mean, I would just be in the kitchen and then, you know, I was baking. And then I found out I needed to really change my diet when I started working with a functional medical doctor. She looked at my thyroid. Thyroid's a big indicator for many other things that could be happening in your body. And I do want to say that to people. The body, it's, a, it's again, it's a mystery. It's beautiful. There's a lot of things we know. It's amazing. We don't know some things. So it's not always obvious what's going on. But to counteract all the different things that were happening, I needed to get rid of gluten, dairy, processed sugar, any form of soy, and egg. Um, and, you know, I did. And when you do that and you're trying to eat treats, try to get a chocolate chip cookie that doesn't have any of that in there. 
try to get a piece of candy, granola, yeah. donut, like just name it. There's nothing. And I went through a bit of a depression when I realized, you know, food is fun and we all look forward to our little treats. We just do. And that makes the world go around. And once I realized I couldn't do it, I had to figure out what I was going to do. So I just spent hours in the kitchen baking and just replacing. So if, you know, regular flour, now I use teff or chickpea, right? No egg. What do I use? Flax seed, chia seed, applesauce. You know, so I started doing a lot of food replacing. Now, guess what? My higher self, my, my divinity like that. Oh, Lori, she's not pounding on the computer anymore. She's not telling people what to do on these projects. She's using her hands. She's creating. She's getting back to just being in her essence of her senses. She's smelling things, she's touching, you know, all these sensory things that we as humans can become desensitized. I know this now, but back then I was just like, okay, I need, I need something fun. I don't have anything else to do. Boom. Over years, I was working with these recipes, sharing them. It starts to build from there. People have heard the classic story. Oh my God, you ought to do something with this. I didn't know it, but my entrepreneurial nature was starting to release. The one that said, you don't know what you're going to do. Just the, you know, I hope people hear this. The canvas is blank. Take your paintbrush, paint. You paint what you want. Not what your mom wants you to do, not what your dad wants you to do, not what society expects or projects on you, not what your neighbors think is a good thing for you to do. You know, be that who you are, right? Your integrity with yourself. That's a very big deal as a human being on this planet, being integrity with with yourself. That's what was coming online with me. Right. I wasn't thinking about any one of my roles, daughter, friend, you know, USA citizen. Who was I? I'm pure love. I'm divinity. I came from divinity. And what do I do with it? Now I'm working with food. And I started to my creativity. One day I was walking, and this is where we get help. The universe, right? Our our divine power will bring in what we need to know. And that's where that's where faith comes in. I want to underline it and I want to put an explanation mark on the end of that word. Faith, that's when it comes in. It's not the guarantee that we want. It's the faith. It's not the, you know, control we're looking for. It's the faith, right? Just say the word. Just let's even, you know, faith. I didn't have it 100% back then, right? We can lose it sometimes. It's still a spark. I uh-huh. that spark and that spark drove me to come up with these products. And once everybody liked them, I thought I need to take this and not only help other people get healthy traits, but I'm going to unleash what I think is my soul's purpose, which is to embody health and wellness and mind, body, and spirit, healing myself and helping others heal and healing the planet. And I'm doing this with food so that people have fun, they enjoy it. And yeah, these are decadent treats. I, I'm, I, I, you know, I know they are at this point with all the people that what they've given as a feedback. And I'm grateful that that channeled through me. Cause I mean, that's a lot coming through me, not just me. That's right. A lot, a lot of love. So that's how that came to be. And, you know, 
I can go on a path from there, but I think that gives everybody an idea of out of Phoenix in the ashes, there's a rebirth. Mm -hmm. I'll tell you what, if people were to look at pictures of me from one year ago, two, three, four, seven years ago on March 4th, when I left out my last day of work, typical Lori, a lot of people are going at 11 or 12 o'clock. I worked that night till six o'clock to get everything done neat, clean, and tiny, because that's my responsibility and accountability. But at some point, right, I needed to break free from that. And my journey back through my health and well-being has allowed me to let those habits go, you know, those ones that don't serve. Yes. I think, I think that's a, literally, we had to pull out a piece of paper and start making notes because there were just far too many things. Um, I think we starting from the beginning that you had to be alone. Um, I think that we fear being alone and that it's, it's a negative connotation. It's fear. It's negative. Why do we need to be alone? Um, there's just, it's, it's scary. We'll just put it that way. It's scary to be alone. And yet some of the greatest things have come from being alone. I know, you said your spark was that, you know, just the mobility was gone and that you needed to do something different. Mine was Chris asking me a simple question of what's your hobby? It's not your typical question that would have sparked anything massive. It shouldn't even have, you know, changed my life by any concept or thought process along the way. And yet it has literally changed my entire life. It's the question that saved my life. And I had to be alone right? To do this. Yes, I was still in a house with kids and I was still being a mom and I'm still being a wife, but I had to be alone in the midst of this transition. And we fear that. And, and I think both you and I can talk and, and resonate with that idea that being alone isn't bad. I mean, I've actually grown to like being alone. Um, I like the silence now. I like this concept of being able just to kind of woosah in and, and recenter in and and focus where it all matters because everything comes from us. And if, if we're not happy, nothing else can be happy, um, including our family, our friends, and everyone around us that associates with us. Like we have to recenter in that there, there shouldn't be a fear of silence. Um, and that I think you, I give you incredible props for and, and massive accolades of um, finding your answer because you didn't just stop with what the doc would tell you or somebody would prescribe you or just say that, okay, I guess my life is chiropractors four times a week and all this other things and just accept you went until you got the answer you needed. And if that meant a different kind of doctor or functional medicine or, or, or more, as people in society would call it earthy or hippie kind of thought processes, um, then that's what it takes because sometimes we're not thinking, you know, like, I mean, I even took Abby in recently and this is what makes me think of this one is I took her in and we got her evaluated for ADHD. And of course she comes up with it. I've known it since the child was born that this kid has ADHD. I've sworn to doctors high and low they're like, no, she doesn't. No, she doesn't. And then she gets evaluated and they're like, yeah, she does. When do you want to start medication? And I went, I'm not 
I'm not medicating her. I'm not medicating her. And they were like, but, but this works. And I was like, yeah. And so does changing your diet. And my child has not been on medication and yet controls her ADHD. Doesn't need, she has a 504 at school, but that's just to give her a little bit longer time period. Um, and make teachers aware that like, she might need a second, like your class can be overwhelming to her, give her the minute. Um, and so finding an answer doesn't always mean that the PAD or MD that you see on a daily basis or a weekly basis or whatever has all the answers. Sometimes we need to go back old school and touch the ground that's around us, go and be in nature and, and reroute ourselves in things that work like yeah. it back then it can work now what are we doing you know and and by changing abigail's diet i in turn changed chris's diet which has adhd i then paid attention to like what are the ailments in my house mm. so we have i now add honey to a lot of the food we eat and their asthma has been under control for over two years now. Mm -hmm. We have had one incident and it was requiring an inhaler instead of an emergency room. Mm. Sick. Nice. I mean, I can tell, I have young children who are, I swear they just lick the Petri dish or the window and yeah, we still haven't gotten sick. And yet it's all because of what I blame it on the fact that we've changed our food. Yes. Um, you know, I, I found out through my journey of being alone, um, I started paying attention to how my body was telling me. Because I think that you and I have both touched on this, is that your body speaks to you. It, if you're willing to listen and you know how to listen. And I started tracking it. And I found out I was lactose intolerant. Mm. I was I was eating things that literally were killing my body. They were hurting it. And I didn't understand until I found out, okay, what is the difficulty here? Um, I have in turn changed what I eat. If you, like you said, if you would have looked at the, the Lori from seven years ago to the Lori today, there'd be a whole different picture of your, of who you are, whether that's physical, that's a mental, that's emotional, um, spiritually, all of it. There's a different person here and it comes it's not a one size fits all and it's not overnight. You know, mine is Maggie is four. So mine's a five year long journey that I've been facing and it's all in time, but are we willing to understand and trust ourselves? Because I think it takes a lot of trust to, to listen to the internal and to ourselves and go, okay, well, am I really having a reaction to this food or am I really, you know, like listening to yourself and feeling like, okay, that entrepreneur spirit wants to go here. Can I trust me? I don't care about the outside world. This could be just a massive lesson learned. I mean, I'm facing it right now when I'm, I'm stepping away from my wellness coaching and into the avenue of a nonprofit with Chris is that okay, I thought it was this avenue, right? I thought this avenue was my entrepreneurial mindset. I thought it was this way and I trusted and it wasn't the most successful and that's okay. 
it's a lesson learned. And now I turn around and go, I trust myself here because this has been something, this nonprofit has been a thing for five years in my heart that I want to do. And Chris is on board with it. We have friends and people and the support is all there. And I go, this is easy. Like this is when it's no longer a struggle. I'm like, all right, I got it. I'm in the right path now, but (laughs) we have to, we have to flow with it and, and trust who we are. Um, you say yours, yours is a walking thing. I see you as a very grounded person. Like I see you and I think earth, um, my inspirations always come from water. I don't know. Is that a Virgo thing? I'm not sure, but, um, I'm a water person. So every time I'm near like water in the shower, massive downloads, just (laughs) love it. So the shower is not the greatest place to have massive downloads where I need to write this down. Can we, can we work on this a different way? Cause this is really not conducive. Um, but it's that it's, it's faith. It's faith in ourselves. Um, it's faith in the creator. Um, because when we go back to, I always joke with people and I'm like, if you're given a toy and you've never seen this toy before, you go to the instruction manual to figure out how to put it together, how to use it, what to do with it. Why do we not do that same thing with ourselves? Why do we not go to the source, the creator who made us to find out how to use what we've been given? And and sometimes maybe that's the same thing with our health is we've got to go back and and I, I'm glad that you have that, entre- you know, you have the, I always say the little scientist in you because like, that's just, I would be like, so fearful, so <laughs> fearful to be like, let's go create something and take out all of the things that I've ever been told need to be in it to make it. I'd be like, no, thank you. Um, so I'm glad you have that spirit and that in you, because um, that is not happening here. Um, but I mean, it's, it is incredible the difference of what can happen when faith comes into a journey and, and you have faith in every form yeah. um, and in the power that can come from it. Um, I am eternally grateful. Mm-hmm. I have to say for, for you being in our lives. I mean, I'm thankful for my husband because he brought you into my life. Mm-hmm. Um, that you accepted your calling um, because it is truly something just beyond measure um, that is going to truly change the world. And yes, you say that it's decadent, but I mean, I would, I would large, large quantities of these could be at my house and I would never for eating them because I look at it and I'm like, it's a treat, but it's not it's not bad. Like what is in it is so good. It's so good. It's bringing it back to the sources. It's bringing it back to real food. Yeah. And I, I just put up a thing on social media recently about the fact of like, you know, society's has gotten so used to eating junk food yes. that real food is considered a diet. <laughs> and a food group, a food group, right? It's its own food group. On the pyramid that was never there, you know, many years ago when they did that food pyramid, right? Yeah. 
I love when you said honey because, you know, comes from bees, right? Maple syrup comes from trees. Good yes. for the gut. Honey, yeah, you know, as you talked about for allergies. Um, dates, another very good food source. So as you were talking, I was highlighting, you know, we're talking about levels of consciousness. We're also mm -hmm. talking about levels of sensitivity. And I think as we get older, um, and I'll speak for myself because I, I can't say what happens with other people, though I'm, you know, I'm in relationship and I, I have observations I make. I never know, right? I got, I got, I lost a sensitivity internally. Yes. My, my brain, our brains are so wired for survival, right? Our brain wants mm -hmm. us to survive. And that's, you know, there's studies on the, you know, the triune brain theory, you know, what, well, how does your brain work? There's three parts, you know, it's a famous study where they talk about, you know, reptilian, limbic and neocortex. Larry McLean, I think is the author. And it's, you know, that brain also helps us manage risk. And I mean, that, that, you know, every given day, it's not a conscious thing, but we're managing risk. Oh, you know, walk slower so I don't get you know, hit going across the street. Um, don't, you know, don't say this to so-and-so. I might hurt somebody's feelings. Hold it back. This is what I eat for breakfast. Do you eat this for breakfast? No, this is my favorite breakfast. And then, you know, we do it three, five. Like I had my corporate breakfast, Greek yogurt, Ezekiel cereal, and chia seeds five days a week. I didn't know what that was doing to my body. That turned into a repetitive pattern for my brain it was not good for my immune system, my digestion or any, you know, part of my hormonal network, because what I was doing is pushing the same nutrients at my system five days a week. And I mean, I literally did it for years at night. It was a salad, you know, so a lot of raw, but same kind of things. And so I found out I was in a mono diet, but they, you know, you don't hear that term a lot unless you start getting into some of the Eastern approach to supporting human health that has been around for 5,000 plus years, Ayurvedic, you know, where they get into, you know, talking about the chakras and the energy centers in the body, you know, those other areas um, of, let's just say intelligence, uh, you know, that exist in our lifetime, they help us look at the body in different ways. The body wants natural, the body wants really no preservatives. Um, it wants reasonable quantities and it wants a variety. And I think as humans and myself included, I did this. I saw where I was, you know, I like certain kinds of music more than others. So, you know, I might play the same music. I might drive the same way to go to the library. I may listen to the kind of music. When I was in the throes of going to the chiropractor three days a week, I tell you, it was, it was a very intense four month period. And I cried a lot. And I looked out the window of my house. And I'm like, I don't know, Lori, I don't know where this is going. Can you come out of this? Can you come out of this? And back then I started reading different books, listening to different music. I started putting different spices in my food. I started walking down streets on my route that, you know, I just said, I have to do a lot of things different. And, you know, that started to do something because really our bodies, our minds, we want a variety. You know what I mean? We need different stimulus. And so these things are very helpful. Um, and, you know, some of this is for me, I mean, one day I think a book will come out um, of me. You know, I know I have teacher mentor, you know, um, 
author, you know, artistic creation, you know, and a book is absolutely, as you know, who's beautiful author yourself, um, you know, people really enjoy and appreciate things that we put out there and the right people will find your book or your podcast. It's just how it's going to work energetically. And so where I'm at now, the better version of myself is that if I'm in a rush and let's say I'm going to leave the house late, instead of taking me out into the world in a rush, I just center myself and say, you know what? I think I'm getting there. Who knows how, how much later? And, you know, I walk out the door, I'm a different frame of mind. So when somebody pulls out in front of me, fine, you need to get there, right? By the way, I never have a problem pulling out in traffic. Someone always lets me go. That's not an accident. I let everybody go when they need to get in. I just do. I don't want to sound like a goody two-shoes, but I'm like, that's one thing I can do to help somebody, which gratitude and compassion, these are concepts that not only are they good for me, they're good for everybody, and they just feel good to do it. Like if I can you know, let somebody out in traffic, I know, you know, they're looking like, please, please let me help. Yeah. They're like, ah, oh. you see, I breathe a sigh of relief, but I can go out then in the day and have a better clear day because I'm positioning myself to just be with what comes. And so, you know, that's how we heal the planet. planet. We talk about something big, like, oh, how do I heal the planet? I put myself out there the best way I can put me out there. Right reflection of divinity. And you talked about that. And you said some very kind and generous things. And I'm also responsible for how I put people out there too. So, right. And, right? You know, if I'm in the store, let's say somebody knocks my card or, I mean, you know, maybe they took my card on accident and I had 10 things in there. Oh, well, you know, what are you going to do? These are things, some people really have problem, right? They don't have running water in their house. They, they might not eat today. These, we have to level set what's an inconvenience and what's really a problem. And I think we've kind of lost some of that, that base. And that's, again, we go back to the mind and how the mind is always looking to, I want, I need, you know, I deserve, you know, it's sort of some of that programming and we don't mean to do it, but like one of my bosses, you know, said to me, and I love this one time something happened. It was a big meeting, a lot of VPs, right? You know, you really got to get it right when you're dealing with leadership, right? The C-suite. He came to me after the meeting. He said, Lori, bup, bup, bup. I said, Armando, I didn't mean to do it. He's like, Lori, you didn't mean not to do it. Whoa. How do I get out of any owning anything if I look at it that way? So mm -hmm. it's a time for ownership and accountability right? Shedding old ways and just embracing, this is it. It's our one life. And you know what? We don't know how long we get. And I mean, I can tell you some sad stories that I've heard from people that have lost somebody. And I, I mean, I heard a tragic story one day and I'll never forget someone I know um, was snow blowing and was too far out on the street. And you know what I'm going to say? That snow plow, someone's life ended that day. And I have to tell you, you know, we don't know how these things happen. So I just invite everybody to just take stock of why you're here, have that faith that we keep talking about and go for some variety, be vulnerable and, you know, say yes. You know, when you want to say no, say yes. Yeah. Yeah, that's huge. I mean, daily activity is that's what my 90 day reset is, is truly it's eight daily tasks. How do you, how can you change 
you want big change, start with what you're doing on a daily basis. Um, you know, I, I did everything from change my music to, to change the route I was running. Uh, I mean, I even changed my workouts. I went from lifting to running, found my passion for running. Um, like that's just where it was. And so it's, it's, even when you're on the transition and on the path, sometimes you need to change up the things because yeah. guess what? You need variety. Um, you know, we get, we get stuck in, well, this is easy. Um, I have had so many moms come to me and they're like, well, how do you get your children to eat these vegetables? I was like, I put them in their food. What? I mean, I put it on the plate. I just do. And my kids think it's fun because it's like, oh, what's this dinner going to be? Oh, what's this going to be? Like, you know, we throw different options out there and let them try because what's the worst that can be happening? They say, no, cool. Figure out dinner then. I don't know what to tell you. Um, but that's, how, that's just how we Um, But it's a change in your daily routine. I learned this in a very simple task of when I was running um, as a female who runs and I live near the city, you're always told, you know, vary up your path because you never want somebody to be able to track where you're at. And I was like, well, if I need to do that for running, why am I not doing that in everything I do in a day? Like, why am I not varying it up for my own self? Yeah. Um, you know, like, I don't want my body to get used to same old, same old, because then I'm sitting stagnant where I'm at. Yeah. If I can pick it up, just like I don't want to be sitting in the same spot three years from now, because I want to progress right. in all. I'm going to do that with my food, too. The same be happening if you're taking the lesson in one place apply it to all of your life apply it everywhere not just one place mm -hmm. and I think that you know you mentioned something about about sharing with others and giving to you know giving to others you know if it's simply just letting them in in traffic um or walking out into the world going okay I might be late for this but I'm fine with that and walking out with with the go with the flow, as most people would say, it's the go with the flow mentality. I look at it and I go, it's growing the kingdom mm. because you grow the kingdom and I want to grow as he did. Yeah. Like I want the example, you know, I have the perfect example. Now I want to be an example and we're on a mission to grow the kingdom. If we can do that, um, you know, and growing it, in the way that we see it should be. I mean, you know, that we can help it. Um, so if that is a matter of being kind to another person, um, then be kind. Because like you said, we can't guarantee tomorrow. Yeah. Um, I just, September 1st is always a hard day in my um, family. We lost my cousin three years ago on September 1st. And I learned in that moment, literally in that day that I don't have tomorrow. I cannot guarantee that when I walk out my door, I will have tomorrow or that I will go to sleep and I will wake up tomorrow. I can't do that. So I have to give everything I've got today to grow the kingdom today. And then each day I just get another day and another pleasure to continue to grow the kingdom. And, and when we think of it, when we think of it that way, the monotony of everyday life goes away. And what are we doing that is so routine that 
we're not even paying attention to it anymore um, because maybe we need to be paying attention to it. Maybe we need to be listening to it. Um, maybe we need to be adjusting, flowing, going. And how are we being an example? How can we grow the kingdom? And even if our kingdom is only our little house, right? I am, I am in the concept that right now I am in the state that I'm growing my kingdom and my kingdom is currently my four children and my husband. Like that's, that is our little kingdom that we're growing right now. But I know that by me focusing on these four, I then can send out four, four great examples that can further grow the kingdom even further than that. And so if I fill it in them, they step out and instill it in others. And it's that continued ripple effect that one one pebble can be thrown into the water and ripples continue onward. Um, and there's been just so many good things that I hope everybody can kind of take something bits and pieces from each of our stories away and understand the importance, yeah. whether it's going for your dreams and, you know, faithfully believing in yourself and starting, you know, a company or, or pursuing your passions if it is truly fueling yourself in the right and proper ways and listening to your body and going back to the basics, um, because the basics are key. I mean, they're fundamental. And if we can get back to them, then, then, then let's start doing that. If it's growing the kingdom in whatever way that means for you, I hope that somebody can take something out of our conversation today because we've talked over so many different topics so many different concepts that there's there's something for everybody to take away whether it's you know health is an overall it's not well the weight on the scale um it is emotionally it's physically it's spiritually it's so many things is involved in health and when we focus at the core all health can be healed. Um, and so I, I just thank you mm. for being the light in our world um, and in our family. Um, I will have to, I have to share one quick thing with you that um, when we were kneeboarding this, was it this weekend? We yeah. saw you, me and Mac boarding. Yeah. And she goes, that's Lord. And she just got like lit up, so excited. Um, and she was like waving and she was so proud of like, just so excited um, mm-hmm. to let you see her moment. But um, if I just, I thank you for being that, that light for me, for my family, um, for so many others and just truly stepping into who you are. Um, it means the world to be able to just be on a journey alongside you um, and be able to say that I have a part of your journey with me um, because that just means the world. And so Thank you for being who you are and being here. Those are such kind, generous words. I feel your heart. I take them in. And I mean, I I have some tears in the corners of my eyes because it's like when all is said and done, like the power that comes out in this discussion that's shared with others, that does make the world go around, you know? And um, now more than ever, humanity and the earth, you know, they need us and you know, the kids, those kids, when I see those kids running and then just, they're so happy and they're on the bikes and the, you know, they're nonstop action. It's like, you know, it makes me want to be the best I can be so that they get to enjoy what I've got to enjoy. 
you know, in all of my years, I got to enjoy incredible things. And I mean, I intend on, you know, living a long, healthy life. And I'm glad I made a lot of intentional decisions. And I just encourage anybody that keep that faith, even when it feels dark, really do believe um, that it's there. I love growing the kingdom and just know that that your divinity is connecting to divinity all the time. And just all you need to do is just stay present to it. And the times when you feel the furthest away, in fact, you might be closer than you think and just hold on to that moment. And uh, I just bless everybody on their trail. And I really appreciate this time. It's been great to share and smile and just, you know, support each other. And from here on out, you know, let's just be in gratitude for the another day given to us and just many blessings. Absolutely. So how can anybody get in touch with you or get their hands on these no sugar mama treats? Because I'm not going to lie to y'all. You need to get your hands on some because they are a hot commodity in my house. So I can only imagine that they will be a hot commodity in your house. Um, so how do we get a hold of all the fun? Right. Well, I'll tell you what, it's, it's exciting. And all these things we talked about are feeding into this. So there is a no sugar mama dot us website. It's actually N O S U G A R M O M M A dot us. And literally in the next couple of weeks, there will be online ordering that people can go on and get, you know, it's going to be awesome. It's just one of those moments where we've been working on it. I'm excited that in a couple of weeks it'll be ready. And then, and also in the meantime, there's eight locations. And so on the no sugar mama website, if you click on any one of the locations, there's a number of health food stores. Many of them have been in business for over 50 years themselves, helping people. There's a bakery out there. And there's also a coffee shop that's actually in Minnesota because I'm starting to expand now outside of Illinois. And so if you hit that website, nosugarmama.us, you'll actually get to also read the vision of the company. 10% um, of the profits going to humanity and earth initiatives. I explain that. I also am very, you know, sharing of my health journey. And I thank a lot of people that help me so people can see you know, how many people it took to help me. And those same people can be there to help you in your life. And so that website, it's going to help people understand. Also, we've got different products they're going to roll out and I'm having food testing going on. So there's a lot of things. This is, I feel like the finest contribution I hope that I can make that will live long after I'm out of this life form, because that's why it's important for me to donate profits back that support things ongoing. So but I got a lot of work to do. So I plan on being here. So I'm going to take care of my brain health and my body health every day. Awesome. Well, I am excited. If anybody wants to, um, you need more information about Lori or about you know, No Sugar Mama, please reach out. Um, go check out the website. Go take a look. Um, be ordering yourself some stuff because, I mean, or get your hands on it quicker if you are local to any of those stores, which I just think is so awesome. That not only do we get to online shop, but guys, get into stores. It's awesome. Um, and I mean, if you ever need someone to test out new products, you know our house is all aboard. So um, I know. Thank you. Thank you. And guys, take a look and get in touch with Lori and No Sugar Mama because I promise it'll be life changing for you and so many others. Um, but thank you, Lori, again. And we will be talking so soon. But thank you. Oh, thank you, beautiful souls. Have a beautiful day. Take care of all of your beautiful audience so much. Blessings. Bye. Bye. Bye.